on season seven, episode 27, where we watch Outlast season one, episode one. And podcasting is a disease. Once you do it once, it's hard. But each time you do it, it gets easier and easier. I'm Chris Lorenz. What I imagined is Adult Hunger Games. This is Brian. I'm here to play the game. I'm here to win. This is Noah Singer. It's not about survival. It's about who's meanest. You can call me Alaskax. Not okay. bad. Not Terrible. Bad. Terrible. <laughs> it, 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 this was a hard one. So you a lot of different opinions on this. <laughs> this is a it's really like we have we have different opinions on this show, uh, as well. I think we'll find out. Uh, this those are all references to the show we watched this week, Outlast. And last week we watched uh, Farmer Needs a Wife, and we put up a t- poll on Twitter at who this on to see what you guys thought and we had a three-way tie oh top, man all bottom third wow. so Did i think you, that makes uh, it a middle third uh potentially what do you mean uh, <laughs> i don't know okay I, I don't think that puts it in a specific bucket tweet at us again and so we can figure out what bucket it should go in anyway this week f- vote on our poll on twitter at who put this on and at the end of the episode, I'll have an update on Farmer Needs a Wife. Oh. So, Noah, what show do we watch this week? 16 survivalists compete for a chance to win a cash prize in the Alaskan wilderness of a potential million dollars. This is Outlast on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I guess that's a description of a show. Uh, you guys want to hear something weird? This show is created by Jason Bateman from Arrested Developments. Really? Oh, yeah. I forgot. We created we looking this up. or produced. I don't. It's, it's all the same. I don't. I, I'd be surprised if we created it. I mean, let's be clear. Survivor created. This is Survivor in Alaska. So Jeff Probst oh, yeah. or whoever made that created this show. Uh, Jeff Probst definitely did not make the show. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me look okay so this show we'll get to the genealogy yeah so the show the, what happens in this episode which is this show is 16 people get dropped off in alaska uh in what is quote unquote a rainforest as they call it um and so they all get dropped off this helicopter comes and drops off like gear and then they have to split into teams of four. So there's four teams of four and they're all given sections of like this clearing, this Valley essentially to go to and create a shelter and just start surviving. And they have to go out and live like they have to make shelter in like a couple hours. And then they, you know, we see them go overnight and then we see them the next day as they like gather water and, like start a fire and do some like some teams do better than others pick up parasites <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh then the episode's kind of over as like the second day kind of ends yeah yeah it's a it, good quick summary mm-hmm. it is so it is kind of interesting that um you know they had to pick teams like the first thing that they have to do is pick teams and they just like look left and right and be like, "You're on my team." Like, <laughs> there's no like, there's no like, "Hey, introduce everyone. Let's try to make the best team." Nope. It's yep. just uh, I don't even know what to describe this team making decision processing was. It's just random. It's <laughs> it feels like you know elementary school picking dodgeball teams. Yeah. Uh, I like I like how the uh, construction guy put it. It was judging a book by its cover. Mm. <laughs> That's true. We had there was an old man named Brian. He was part of the show, and they just Brian. called we just called him Rambo for some reason. Well, really no, no, weird. not for some reason. He comes to Alaska in a cutoff tee type shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, He's the only that. one not with a jacket on in, in the show. <laughs> okay. I, that I didn't catch. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. 
one thing is like they're in Alaska. They're at Neca River, and it's like some sort of rainforest outside of Anchorage. So they're kind of lower in Alaska, but they're on the coast. So like they're getting like they end up in this place, and like literally everything is soaking wet. Like all the trees are soaking wet. Oh yeah, covered in moss. There's not a dry piece of wood you could see. Like, good luck making a fire for, like, however many days you're going to be in this. I mean, it's a literal rainforest. I know. It's just, like, when you say that, it's not like a temperate rainforest. It, or it's not like a tropical rainforest. It's a temperate one, which just means everything is wet. Yep. And apparently this area has more, according to the production, has more bears per square mile than anywhere else mm. and gotta they, put them at extreme risk <laughs> extreme risk at least the last season of alone said there were polar bears wherever they were and there were clearly no polar bears mm. whereas like the, the show like there's you could see bear prints and like bear poo they like mention like they've seen it oh yeah they're out there they're they're they all have bear mace so you know they're prepared supposedly i, I feel like there was a there's no real like running with a bear yet on the show, but I feel like um, Alone the Beast had like some serious bear shit going on. Alone definitely had some bears, like mm-hmm. some good bear shots for sure. Because I feel like half of these shows, you know, they say, "Oh, there's a bear close by." It's, there's no proof of it. This show, there seems to be some proof. There's definitely proof, but like you hear bear sounds, I think at some point. I don't know. Fully fake. I, yeah, I just said that's not like oh. how real that really is, you know. Huh. So you think like the producers like act scared? <laughs> we'll, we'll insert a bear. Well, I mean, they are probably scared, as they should be. Uh, probably. I'm not seeing uh, that guy as a producer, Max. Jason Bateman. Jason I Bateman. I could have been. Google no. Google AI may have fucked me up. No, you are correct, Max. Uh, Thank it you. is confirmed. His, I mean, he, somehow they got his name on this because I think probably because he has a name people know. But he has a studio called Aggregate Films, and Aggregate Films did back this show. Okay. Them. The thing is, so Grant Kohler, Kaler is listed, listed as the executive producer, and he's executive produced alone 11 episodes of alone wow and some show called castaways uh outlast which is the show we're talking about uh and a couple of other shows so like he's not the only executive producer the other executive producer is mike odare which is the Mm. producer for duck dynasty uh shark week and making fun uh ridiculousness is is, i guess 200 118 episodes of that show so like He's more of a traditional reality show producer. So those are the the kind of head of production we're looking at right here. Um, FYI, uh, Castaways, we did in season three, episode 17. Oh, man. (laughs) I do not remember that show at all. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, mostly same. Um, One thing to note about the show is that it's a million dollar prize. So we're actually talking about real money here. Didn't they say potentially million yeah. dollar? I wrote down in my notes that they okay. really stress the potential million dollars throughout the um, episode. I, Is I, it like if you build an Iron Man out in the wilderness, you get a million dollars? It's totally some shit. Like, or my guess is because this is a lot about like the team building. It's like some voting at the end. You know, if you get so many votes, you probably get so much money. I mean, they did make an emphasis on you have to be in a team. To win the money. Yeah. So they quote unquote had 16 lone wolves. Wolves, 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 whatever. Wives. Uh, 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 that, that's what they were claiming is everyone was a lone wolf. And uh, so they had to form teams to win this prize money. And I'm not entirely sure how like lone wolf some of these people were. They seem a lot of them seem to work well together. Yeah. Fine. Totally. 
I think they all recognize that if they didn't work together in some way, they're going to die. Like, you can put a lot aside just for just to live. It's not even about the prize money. It's to live. I mean, yeah, I mean, in order to survive, in order to win, you got to survive in that area, right? So, yeah, but already, like, we were kind of seeing personality conflicts in some of the teams. Like, you identify, oh, this person's just taking charge, micromanaging the hell out of us, and it's annoying as hell. Yeah, I mean, you got the classic survivor kind of mechanics there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this was day one. Well, we saw two days. We're going to see more of this probably next episode. They also said you could switch teams at any point. I wonder how that works. Can you just, like, abandon your whole team and make, like, a mega team? Like, how does that work? Definitely. That's you probably get to pull somebody off another team. Uh, there was a season of the challenge that had a mechanic like this, mm. where I, you just yeah. swap places. <laughs> From reading some of the stuff online, everyone says that like this show has like no rules, which we've seen in the next time on that like people like literally some somebody burned down somebody's shelter, yeah. <laughs> and like stole their ship. So, like, there's definitely some, like, old-school reality show going on here where, you know, it's not really on rails. I uh, Let's talk about that next time on. Uh, I was watching the show, and I was not impressed. It was nothing I hadn't seen before. And I had such a complete 180 upon watching the, you know, coming up next, where, yeah, it's uh, there's no rails. They, they can do whatever the fuck they want. That seems fun. Yeah, yeah. So my coworker apparently was like, "Yeah, watch the show." He's like, "The first couple episodes aren't great, but like by episode like three or four, they start like backstabbing each other, and then it starts getting really good." So like, I was like, "Hmm," you know, I definitely see can see where the show goes that direction. Mm-hmm. Whereas like right now, it's just like, you know, we're in the first part of Alone, where everyone's like, "We got to make a shelter, we got to find water, we got to find some food, we got to like, we're surviving." And then once you've got like some sort of base set up, the production crew is going to drop some of those helicopter things in and really shake everything up. Yeah. I mean, if they get really unhinged, it becomes a crazy show. Yeah. Sounds great. Again, it's just like episode one is definitely not an unhinged show. It is. It is alone with four people. Yeah. They make such a big deal about it. Oh, but they don't know. They'll have to be working in team. Like, what what a twist! Wow, reality stars working in teams. This is going to revolutionize reality. There is definitely like a narrative that the show is trying to portray here. Is like everyone's a lone wolf. They're going to have right. to work in teams. It's just clearly you know not. they're going to have to win. They have to win the money in a team, and right. like everyone gets to this campsite or this like helicopter pad or whatever to pick. And they they read the paper, and everyone's just like, "Okay, we're making teams, team, team, oh, two teams, we got a team, okay." No, no one's got a problem making team. Like they're here in a reality show that you do what they tell them to do, right? Yeah, yeah. right. They want to win the money. Everyone wants just the money. weird framing. Yeah, I mean it's a narrative that they're trying to drive through, which mm-hmm. you know. We found yep. like one person on one team just kind of went off on their own, which they tried to like ram into this narrative, but like no one cared. No, it, it was yeah, it, I didn't even seem like a real thing. They really edited that to be try to be a real thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some other minutiae. Brian stole a great line the adult Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think that this, I feel like this show might turn into that. It's just like, because the o- the other thing that they mentioned is the only way to leave is to quit. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how this ramps up towards yeah. the end. It's like, okay, only one team can win. So is that like a team of three, a team of four? And what happens yeah. to the other team? Do you have to like make them quit? Like, is that why you would burn down their shelter so that it'd be like, well, I guess I'll quit now. Like, wh- like how does that work? <laughs> that actually makes sense. That's, I mean, that's why you'd ramp up the burning, right? Like, because you're like, man, if I just terrorize these other people, 
<laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, like if I turn into like prey and I'm like down into the mud and like come out of the mud with my bow and arrow and like shoot at you, like, yeah. like make it so that you think I'm the craziest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. You're going to quit. I mean, they definitely have made the rules to encourage that. I love it. I, lo- I love this rule set. I think this episode is was fine. I didn't think it was very particularly good, but I feel like it's got a lot of potential to go in a direction that I think is exciting. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to bring out the worst in people, which is reality TV. That's that's primo primo shit right there. Yeah. If Netflix is the first show that incites murder, <laughs> I don't think it's the first show. I'm sure what? we can find some other show that's already had some murder. I mean, it probably wouldn't be published. I mean, uh, who's Alec that Baldwin guy? movie? I was just going to say Alec Baldwin. The no, name like, I was looking we, for. We're talking reality show and they're actively encouraging it. <laughs> I don't like some of these shows. I feel like definitely blur that line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the minutia on the show, there's not a whole lot like. Uh, they like two of the teams made fire and two of the teams didn't make fire and the teams that made fire used cloth they stole from the like drop and one team drop yeah one team stole the like rope from the drop which i thought was like a good idea yeah um one one lady one lady sipped some water and got like poisoned or whatever like within four hours yeah. it was vomiting and couldn't take down any water or anything so she left yeah andrea was uh, yeah, not andrea. doing good andrea yeah. is the one that left yeah mm-hmm. yeah she but like she wasn't the one that like did the first sip it was like the other woman so she definitely you know ate or drank something she shouldn't have but hit mm. wrong yeah yeah, uh, but no, nah, I think overall though, like this episode just didn't have a lot happening. In it. There's some uh, some good uh, uh, sad backstories. Chris's favorite. Mm. Well, I feel like this one person was deranged. So Amber was one of the people, and she was a ex drug addict, felon, turned into a yoga instructor, and she like got shot in the face. And she By the had man the, she loved. And she had the most serial killer face while she said this. She's like, have you seen the movie Smile? She's giving the the smile from that movie to you while she's like, I got shot in the face by the man I loved. Yeah. And then like, you can't see my face, but that's, it's deranged. Mm. I don't no. want to be on any team. I don't want to be against this person. I don't want to have anything to do with this person. That that's the face of an alpha warrior, Chris. <laughs> I'm sure if she's on my team in a battle, I'm in. Let's go. Right. And then you make sure that she stays in your team. I want to be on the other side of the field though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you go on the left, I'll go on the right. <laughs> like that's what I want. There yep. I think the main problem with this episode, to be honest, is the sixteen people. They kept trying to give everyone like a confessional or something to say. And like the only people that you really know are like Rambo. Cause he's the old guy. And you got like crazy beard hair guy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the fuck his name is. Crazy. I feel like a lot of these shows, they have like different professions in real life. So I'll be like, Oh, that's the football man. Oh, that's the lawyer. Oh, that's the, and here it's just, like survivalist survivor guy unemployed Mm. well there was like one team that had like an engineer and like a hunter and like a fisherman and like somebody else two of those are survivalists i know but i'm just saying like that they ended up having seemed like oh you get a bet on that team you know yeah yeah that's true they don't have a psychopath which i feel like winning this game might require a psychopath Mm. we just don't know who it is yet it's true. They might have a psychopath. We have an idea. Well, we know we know one psychopath. <laughs> That's all we know. 
Amber is a psychopath. That's all we know. Do you think she, I don't? I don't know. If she's a Dude, psychopath. watch that scene where she says that she was shot again. I mean, and tell me that's not a psychopath. I'm I mean, not going to watch it again, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> Let's pause this podcast. <laughs> um, I, I do think that there's one problem with just always watching the first episode. It, it is like you said that we're introducing a ton of people and we're just like kind of learning how they're like setting up. Mm-hmm. I don't. It doesn't make anything interesting. But if you watched alone and liked it, like I have a. I'm kind of excited for more of it. It may yeah. be time to reconsider our do we watch episode one. I but, but that's I, tough. Like I we, thought we about it. Good. I mean, I thought about it for this episode after my coworker said, like, oh, it was like episode three or four was better. Yeah. But I mean, some of us said already watched episode one, but at the end of the day, I'm like, I just we just can't jump in. Like, we don't know the setup. Like the setup is important for these shows. And, like, this sets the tone and everything that we're looking for. And, like, it's not our responsibility to make episode one good. Like, if they want us to watch a show, they got to make episode one good. You can't just, like, not make episode one good. It's true. He speaks the true true. Yep. I can tell you what for sure is off the table. Watch the entire season of any show. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, We have jobs. <laughs> if we didn't have jobs, maybe. Then we it could be our jobs. <laughs> This is yeah, out there and start a Patreon for us. <laughs> then we'll do it. We'll right. we'll quit our jobs. You you would get a Patreon big enough. I'll watch reality shows for a living. Let's do it. I might, I might hate my life, but <laughs> that'd be great. Are you kidding me? <sighs> uh, not everything is a top third. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine watching some bottom third like <laughs> like twenty episode season. Like that's forget it i would i don't know i think if we could patreon this and we just move into the podcast house (laughs) (laughs) the podcast house all right all right uh anyone else got anything to talk about with the i guess yeah go ahead i i have one thing which is like you know they introduce all the people then they go out and the narrator says the human body goes into hypothermia if it's below 30 Fahrenheit for more than three hours. Like, to, to scare you, just to make you feel like, oh, this is real serious. That's if you're naked. Yeah. For, or, like, not wearing like these guys are These guys are insulated. Like, I feel like the average person who has lived on, you know, the East Coast or a snowy part of the States has been out in the cold for three hours and not died. Yeah. And the, the also, I think it might have been Amber or somebody was saying the same thing in their confessional. It was like the rule of threes, three hours, three. three days, three weeks, just three days without water and three weeks without food. Without food. Mm. Uh, what the three hours, I agree, is a little questionable. Like you're in Minnesota and it's like minus 10. Three hours might be right, like sure, you know, but like, like thirty a, degrees, like, a, like an exposed limb in negative ten degrees or whatever is gonna be bad. You're not gonna have a good time. Uh, but again, you can still be out there in three hours. Just you know, wear clothing. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, uh, my quip or my quote was from Nick. Like at the end of the episode, the person quits. And the guy's like, I hate quitters. I have like taught so many wrestlers in my life. Quitting is a disease. Yeah. Once you quit first. Sounds like a cool guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Once you quit first, quitting is so easy. Then your life sucks because you quit. Andrew is puking her fucking face <laughs> off. Like she like I've been down that road. You got to leave. Like, like there's no there's no coming back for her. Yeah. Like you, you would easily like be hospitalized or dead if she stayed on there. Yeah, it's like they get her off, get her some antibiotics, and get her some like IV fluids, and she'll be fine. She sits out there for another day. That's you're going to be way worse. You're going to need a lot more than that. Yep. And so, you're, then it's going to be suffering for those like well, however long you're going to be out there. Right. But, yeah, um, I, I, that was a stupid way. If you quit once, you quit everything. It's like yeah. Like, I, I mean, feel. That's how, 
I feel like everybody should get one free medic trip. You know, I think it incentivizes crazier behavior. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, as the season goes on, you know, maybe we'll see what like acts the craziness that happens and what would incentivize more. Mm-hmm. Uh like <laughs> poison the water or some crazy shit like that. I don't know. Uh but yeah, it's just like quitters are like it's weird because he is a role model for all these wrestlers he's teaching now by being like seeing like I'm sure he says this all the time and like it's fine in the world of wrestling if you want to be like the world wrestling like federations ultimate champion or something to be like okay you can't quit like that's a good attitude for like if you're wrestling Mm -hmm. it's not a great attitude in life like if you're not enjoying something or like something yeah you you can quit it's fine yeah. So screw you, Nick. Yeah. Don't stop ruining kids' lives. Yeah. Let them quit. Let them <laughs> quit. All right. So let's do. Let's get into some questions then. Uh, oh wait, who... I, I got one other minutia. Okay. So they change the camera angle. So they have this parachute drop, right? And the sixteen people go in. They split up, and they swap the camera angle from this overhead view to this like on the ground eye level view camera shot but in the overhead view you can't see any cameramen and so i was very confused how they got this shot it's almost like it's not real there's a camera on the thing no but it was it was someone holding the camera like this was definitely someone holding it like maybe a drone are you sure because there was a helicopter was it a shot from the helicopter so yeah, there was a shot from a helicopter looking down, but then there was also like eye level. Like clearly there was a cameraman in there holding a camera. Maybe they just CG'd him out. Maybe. Maybe. I was like very confused at this. Um, yeah, they also have cameramen definitely on site there. Like, yeah, so that's definitely, it's definitely different than alone because they have cameramen out there. Yeah. And there's production, like people are like involved. Like there's, they gotta have. Like, yeah, they definitely have like a medical staff twenty four seven. Because if someone pulls that flare and they're like really going down, they gotta mm-hmm. get them out fast. Um, Kyle Safia is the drone operator. I'm sorry, I butchered your name, but you know you're gonna shout. Good for him. Tweeted us, Kyle. We want to hear from you. Eight episodes. Uh, yeah. Um, that is the difference between alone makes it more survivor. Like it is. I feel like it's, you know, we watch so many of these that it's crazy to get something so different. Like I, it's like similar, but like the, the game structure makes it so different. Whereas yeah. like you have to quit. Yeah. Like that that's like, there's not a lot of shows where you like have to quit. No, like, I, don't, I feel alone is just like that. Isn't it? Yes, you. I mean, you have to quit in alone. I guess you're right. It just feels different when it's like team v team. I don't know. But also in Alone the Beast, it was you know a team and one person could quit and it fucks over the rest of the team. I don't know. Yeah, I just, that I, wasn't who won. Like I don't know. I think that they've set it up in a way where you know the next time on makes everyone like do crazy shit, which doesn't happen on any other reality show. That does look good. I agree. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like they've set up the rules in a way where like it's it's kind of Hunger Games and what's that book? Uh, Battle the Royale. No, the Lord, of the, kids, Lord of the Flies. Like they're trying to set up more of a Lord of the Flies situation here. I think than like any other reality show in a long time. So, questions. Who is the worst human being? Nick, 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 Nick. Uh, Nick. Javier. <laughs> Nick is a good. I let, we already we already talked about how Nick is a terrible human being. So, yes, Javier is a good close second because he's just micromanaging the hell out of it. And it's like, well, who the fuck was Javier? He was the dude who was just like tr- struggling to build a fire and then just going like, "Yo, give me some nugs from the center of that tree. Like, get the dry nug. Keep giving me fuel. Do this, and do that." And the other three were just dumb with this guy. Yeah. I mean, he did actually make the fire. Yeah. 
sure. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, worry about your own shit right now. And like everybody else knows that once you get the fire, they there needs to be fuel available. So they're working on it. Um, I guess oh, I just had a thought about this. Okay. Yeah. So before we move on to more questions, I got another minutia to talk about. So this kind of has like the cooking conundrum where like at the top level of cooking competition shows, you've mm-hmm. got your top chef and like above that you've got like open table or whatever that Netflix show was. And then at the bottom you've, you've got nailed it where they took homeless people from the street and put them <laughs> That's on only you, Chris. the show. Emmy winning show. <laughs> Emmy winning. No. The, I mean, they've won an Emmy for the host. The show itself takes the bottom of the bottom people that don't know how to do shit and puts them in a, in a, in like a cooking environment. I so would like, say that, that what about that Quibi show where they had to eat food off of a splat, like they splattered food on the well, wall. We got to do that Fox show where they remade that show. We got to do that one. <laughs> they're continuing that format. That's insane. They did. They like, they made some sort of crime scene kitchen show. Oh, I'm just saying right. you got like a different, like, you know, by, you have like different structures. So like alone, they take top of the top people. They're like, these people know how to survive. And like this show isn't taking like the nailed it level of people, but like a lot of these, some of these people know how to survive. And some of them have like, what I could tell is like, no idea. They have ambitions to learn how to survive in Alaska wilderness, but have very little idea. Yep. Which is like an interesting dynamic to like throw into this situation. And I, I wonder like, do, is the sociopath going to win? Is the person that can like knows how to survive going to win? Do they like team up to win together? I feel like they've got a good mix of people. Do you have like somebody that like isn't the fo- is like a follower kind of like tag along with people that know what to do? Like I don't know. I think it's interesting. That's definitely true. I had called out that Charlie or Corey is going to give up just because he. He was like a bartender that knew a bit about like hunting and stuff like that, but he didn't know anything about plants. And I was like, that's, that's going to hurt you so bad. You're missing a key part of this. Then there was a scene where they were like out, like in the tide. And this guy was like, yeah, we could eat these, but like, you know, they're kind of poisonous. So you're supposed to like put them in your mouth, like kiss them. And if your tongue, if your like lips go numb, then you can't eat them. And the, but like, he's like, but we're not that desperate yet. And the guy, the other guy was like, Maybe we are that desperate. Because, <laughs> uh, like, he obviously had no idea. And if I saw some clams in the water, like, I don't know. I feel like I'd die because I would freaking just eat them or try to eat them. Like, I don't know. Yeah, probably the same. I, I, I'm that nailed it level tier. Like, but so I'm not on this show. Uh, what do you think the production schedule of the show was? Uh, they go until one, somebody dies and they cancel production. <laughs> no, they encourage that. They keep going. <laughs> yeah. Look, that person died. If you want to no. win. There's only one way to get off the show. And it's not dying. It's quitting. Mm. So if you die, you're still in. You yes, still get the money. <laughs> you get the yeah, money. You never pulled the flare. Nick, yeah. Nick's going to have a lot of respect for dying. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like Noah's onto something where like, you could have had some uh, it, some cool visuals if you had to fire off a flare. Mm-hmm. Like been, what? Like when it goes like, up and like well, no, like, like turns into a firework of your name. No, like if you quit, you 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 know, kind of Hunger Games style, you kick off a flare, and everybody's like, "Oh, another one's out." I think that could have been fun. Oh yeah, the, uh, right. you, uh, Jason Bateman, I'm, call me. I did look this up, and apparently it was filmed in 2021. In That's so long ago. Yeah, I saw that oh. too. Yeah. Huh. wonder why there was such a delay. You know, editing they, takes time, bro. Maybe they lasted until 2022 September or something. Oh, that's why they started doing the, the tricks. <laughs> you think these people are surviving the winter in the rainforest? No, but I I want to believe. I mean, you can believe it if you want. Uh Let's get into drinking rolls because I think the show needs some drinking rolls. Drinks. Uh, Brian, you got a drinking roll for me? Yeah, drink every time somebody lights up a fire. That's good. That's good. Well, I, 
I think you need a drink every time somebody eats something. All right. Uh, Noah? Drink every time somebody uses something in a way you did not think about before. Okay. Max? Okay. Bear with me. Basically, every time somebody pukes, you take a drink, but you have to time it so it sort of feels like you're accepting the vomit into your mouth at the same time. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds great. Max, I don't really want to know what's going in your head, but... But do you follow? <laughs> sounds lovely. It sound... No one wants to do that. Don't Jason, do that. Jason Beeman call him. Yeah, call to have Jason Beeman call you. You know, <laughs> that one that one listener out there who's going to listen to this and then watch the show, he's going to be thinking about that. <laughs> This is good stuff. Good stuff. I got another one. Okay. If somebody dies, everybody has to shotgun a beer. (laughs) Okay. Both of you might be in timeouts. I'll leave you with uh, anytime one team sabotages or steals or does something to another team, take a drink. Hmm. That's going to be really good later. Uh, Every time you hear a potential million dollars and wonder, what does that mean? Like $10 <laughs> or is it close to a million? Take a drink. All right. Let's do, would this show be better as a Quibi and slash or TikTok? And I don't think so. No, no. I, even, even though we think it was boring, that I think that there's enough content there that it, you can't really like condense it. Like even if you like try to break it apart, it's gonna be the same stuff for like every team. Yeah, I, I do. Th- so looking at how the show is edited together, I think it would have done a lot better. That like once they split off into teams, like show me team A for like two days, then show me team B for two days, then show me team C for three. Like let me get to meet the teams and how they struggle. And like I feel like this the way this was edited. Like made it really hard to see who was on what team, what they're struggling with, what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. going from camp to camp to camp, this it made it too disjointed. Yeah, yeah. But I know in the future, you know, you don't need to do that. Probably you probably go camp to camp once you've established who's in camp A, what they're doing, and like who's in camp B. Like I think that was their main problem is like maybe not even show, they don't even need to show all the camps right now. Like they could have just shown like two or three of the camps in the next episode, like show the other camp. It would be a little weird, but I think that that would be a way much better way to present this show and start out. Mm-hmm. But also, I just don't think there's enough going on for it to be worth our time to you know do a deep dive into the psyche of Charlie team. I mean, like the <laughs> some of the people that didn't have fires looked real rough, like. You could have definitely just gone until like when they're going to change the game up a little bit, which who knows what day that is. Mm. I, I don't know. Anyway, who do you think is going to hook up next? Hmm. Because there's women and men on the show. Hmm. I, I don't really know who. I don't have any real answers for this. I didn't but... get a lot of hook up vibes. This is one of the least horny shows we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you're mean, just, you're just wasting a lot of energy at that point. Amber, the sociopath, has to be the person, right? Mm. Like she's so unhinged that she, you know, her and Rambo. Uh, like, well, she's hope- an alpha camp, so we got Amber and mm-hmm. Justin, or Amber and Lee, or mm-hmm. Amber and Jill. C- come over, hook up, steal shit. Run back. <laughs> she honey pots people. <laughs> she's she's a there's honey digging too. Don't the worry. Ultimate spy. Honey digging. <laughs> for a honey pot, for people that don't know, is when a spy hooks up with somebody as like part of the plan. So, so she could be going to hook up with another team to go burn their place down. <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's at, Brian. Oh, now you like it. <laughs> you're back in. You're off. You're off the bench. Yeah, Brian. 
All right, Brian. Let's do what do you love about this show? Uh, Brian, what do you love about this show? I love I love that it's actually showing that just because like you have a type personality that oh I don't really work well with others, you could still probably work well with others. Uh, Noah, what do you love about this show? Um. Hmm. Hmm. It was cool to see some of the in- ingenuity. Like I really like taking like parts on the parachute to then like build things. That was cool. And I think if you do watch it, like you do pick up some tips that you'll never use because you're not going to be in these situations. Uh, but it, you feel like, oh, I'm learning things for when the apocalypse comes. And I'll be like, ready. It's like, it's like this plant is like uh, some sort of got thorns all over it don't don't grab it yeah and it's a good idea to lick muscles before you eat them just to make sure they're not poisonous <laughs> max what do you love about the show uh i liked the little anecdote about the tlingit indigenous people kissing the 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 mussels or oysters as they pick them up and testing them i thought that was a fun little factoid that's a great thing to love about a 50-minute episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any guesses as to what my uh, rating is? <laughs> I think you're going to find out here in a minute. Um, I think, I mean, I just said I probably like the show a lot better than anyone else. But I think the, sh- the premise of the show, I think, is really interesting. Like, without the show alone, I think the beginning of the show would be fascinating to see how people would survive in, like, this mm. environment. And I I'd love, I like to see survival shows. I think this episode is a little boring. I agree there's not a lot of content. But I think where this is going to go, the rules of the show is what I love about it. This is like 16 people really trying to survive and we get to really see it. And I'm ready for them to go off the deep end. And let's get into our ratings. Do a stack ranking system between top, middle, bottom, third, compared to other reality shows. Brian, what do you got for me? I have a lot of faith in this, probably like you from alone. So I think I'm going to put it top of the middle. I It's just, it's close to like top of the top, or sorry, top or bottom of the top. But I don't have enough data yet to give it that. Noah, what do you got for me? This show just didn't have it for me, uh, clearly. Like, even when I look at my notes for the show, there's just not much there. Not much for quips. The character development's kind of weak, um, which I think maybe could have made it a little bit better. But, like, how do you expect these people to act when you actually put them in Alaska and, like, they feel like they need to survive? Um, so I, I really didn't find that enjoyable to watch. Um, it's a bottom show. I'm putting it at top of the bottom because it's not cringe. I just think it's kind of boring. Uh, so, yeah, bottom, top of the bottom. Max, what do you got for me? Uh, before we got to the, you know, next time on, this show was a clear bottom of the barrel. Didn't do it for me. After seeing the next time on, you know what? I have a little hope for it, so I'll put it at the top of the bottom. Sorry, guys, but this I felt this was so derivative. Mm-hmm. It did nothing new for me. Wow, teams, what do you fucking do? Mm-hmm. Well, they should they, yeah. they should not they should not have called this outlast they should have called it together because it's not like alone because you're <laughs> there you go together email that guy e- email him Jason Jason uh, survivor I, alaska that, that's his show all right uh i cannot put this in the top third based on this episode i think this episode is edited very poorly and is pretty boring. Like, I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to put it in the middle third because it has, I think, a lot of potential. And I'd be interested to see if that actually, if it can make its way to the top third based on that potential. So I might see if that can happen. Uh, And then, so last week, we watched Farmer Needs a Wife. And I put that in the middle third saying that, the next episode will decide if it goes to the bottom or the middle because it, it's farmers. You got to go to the farm, right? You need to like the farm, you know? Yep. And I do think it's in the middle. Like you definitely see these women in the second episode, they go to the farms. They all have the farms. They do farm tasks. Uh, 
And but the tone of the show is very much the same. It's all about like love and finding love. It's got a very bachelor feel to it. So like if you love The Bachelor, you probably like the show. Uh but it's not really they like leave the farm I think after this. They go to like some sort of rodeo the next episode. So it's like they're not really doing a lot of farming tasks, which is what I assumed they would be doing. Mm. So I'm going to keep it in the middle, but it, definitely not watching anymore. So that's my update on Farmer Needs a Wife. Do you think the farmer needs a wife? I mean, the farmer definitely, all the farmers want these hot women as their wife. Like, They're not all hot, I'd say. I think all of these women are hotter than anyone else in like single women within 20 kilometers of their house. Oh, yes. There's no one within 20 kilometers. Like, like, like there's like, if they're yeah. going to try to date anyone that anywhere close to this hotness is like impossible. I, I agree with that. They're in. Like, when I say hot, I just mean like hot. I, I think most of them are hot. So like, I don't even mm-hmm. really relate to who is not hot, not. Because there's 30 of them, so whatever. Yeah. There was an interesting scene where, like, they were supposed to kick somebody off at dinner. And, like, mm-hmm. two spoilers, whatever. Two of them did and two of them didn't. But, like, they made it really stressful, like, if they were going to kick somebody off. And I was just like, oh, why are you stressing all these women out if you're not going to kick anyone off? Like, uh, I don't know. But, anyway, that's my update. Brian, you weren't here last week. Tell us your thoughts on Farmer Needs a Wife. Um, I actually liked it. I thought it was like bottom of the top. I haven't had a chance to watch episode two yet, but I plan to. Sorry. Unfortunately, I got caught up in the show that you compared it with, Bachelorette or Bachelor. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it, that one's pretty bad. I would rather switch over to Farmer Needs a Wife. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, like it's got a Bachelor vibe, but it's got four Bachelors instead of one Bachelor. Mm. That's fine. I mean, that's really what I would call the show. Mm. It's like Bachelor, but four of them. Parallel and... Bachelor. <laughs> Parallel. That's okay. You got one with like a boring personality. You just walk over to the next one. <laughs> Multi-threading <laughs> Bachelor. What if the what if the <laughs> what if the Bachelor is the boring one though? Wait, sorry. What? What if the Bachelor is the boring one? Then you try to turn off the show. <laughs> but you got another Bachelor to watch. You can just fast forward. Yeah. Maybe they should just have like four simultaneous picture in picture. So you can just tune in to your favorite Bachelor. Hmm. Uh, great reality show. I mean, you could kind of do that with Big Brother. You can watch like the live streams from different cameras. You can just Ooh. anyway. Anyone else got any shout outs? Um, against Max? my better judgment, I watched the rest of Perfect Match. It was fine. What a uh, rousing! Would you would you keep it in the same spot you rated it? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what that was. Middle or top. Um, what else? That's better. Noah? Um, I don't have anything really to shout out. Like, I've been watching stuff, but... What's something you watched that you didn't like? Well, so I watched the movie You People. Yeah, the Netflix movie with uh... with Jonah Hill, and it it was fine. It was good. Like, um, I think it was like very pleasing to watch. Uh, I'd say that. I wouldn't really like rave about it. Um, I started watching History of the World Part Two, which is like a Hulu show. Obviously, riffs from History of the World Part One. It's much more like little sketches, which I didn't expect. I thought it was actually going to be like a, a movie. Um, so getting into that, um, and I started Welcome to Chippendales, which actually seems really good. Um, but I, on episode two or three, so I still got to let it marinate a little bit. Brian, get any shout outs? Yeah. The bastard was like the only thing that I've been watching as of late, like just trying to like, just rip right through that. Um, next I'm going to check out like, well, I still need to finish last of us. Still. Still need to kick off some of the other shows that like I've kind of <laughs> liked from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> got to watch The Bachelor first, though. Pro- you got your priorities straight, apparently. Yeah, live TV, man. <laughs> live TV. Uh, so Yellow Jackets comes back this week. 
That's going to be my shout out. I you think. liked it? Yellow Jacket season one was really good. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Lost, where they have like a current timeline and a past timeline. Okay. But it, and they're like lost on an island. But it's like you got a group of like teenage women and like adult women like later in their life. And it's kind of fun to like figure out, you know, what the dynamics are and like, you know, if, you know, who's alive, who's not alive and like whose team is people on. And like there's like a story in, in like modern day and there's a story going on in the past. And it's it's a it's very good, like mystery esque show. I think season one did a great job. I can't say how season two is going to go, obviously. But um, yeah, I, I remember Showtime was really promoting this a ton. Yeah, I mean, it's Showtime's like only show right now. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, but I'm excited for it to come back. Will Showtime uh, exist in two years, or you think it's just going to turn into like Paramount? They're already merging it with Paramount Plus. When I know it's already in Paramount Plus. Do you think it's just going to be like Paramount Plus Premium? Like, what's the benefit of yeah, kind of brand? Yeah, it'll just be in Paramount Plus now. I think it'll be the same as it is now. Buy it on cable by itself, or you can get it in Paramount Plus for an extra whatever fee. But you think it'll still be the same brand? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I just I don't know. Well, actually, one thing I want to watch on Showtime. You said it's the only show. I disagree. Your Honor. Uh, season one was amazing. I haven't got the season two, which has come out. That's the one with Brian Cranston. Yeah, season one was great. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. My parents get Showtime. They like some other show on there. I don't remember. I don't know why. So I just like use their account. Don't, yeah. don't, don't tell anyone. Okay, guys. Um, don't tell. Swear. Don't tell Comcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> tell us what you thought about Outlast on Twitter at Hoop the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hoop the Sun. Can you email us questions or suggestions at Hoop at the Sun at gmail.com? Okay. And next week, we're going to watch Seeking Brother Husband, season one, episode one. So if you want to catch up, you want to watch it before us, before we do it. And we'll see you guys next time.